Hello and welcome to episode one of the Accessible Guitar Podcast. My name is Ty Littlefield and I am your host. Hello and welcome to the first ever episode of the Accessible Guitar Podcast. I wanted to record this episode as an introduction to explain my idea for this podcast, my goals, and kind of what my hopes are for it. One of the most important things to say, though, is that I really anticipate this being a podcast that is listener-driven. So if listeners have you know ideas, questions, or comments, I really hope that you'll get in touch with me and let me know what it is that you'd like to see or hear. The goal for this podcast, um, as an audio engineer, I'm also a, a guitar player. Um, I say my skills are kind of beginner to intermediate, in all honesty. Uh, I've spent a lot of time with outboard gear, so gear that you know is not digital, built into a DAW. And one of the things that I've found to be the hardest to work with is the fact that when you get a piece of gear from, you know, anywhere you order from and you get it out of the box, you always have the question if you're blind or low vision of whether or not that gear will be accessible. The secondary issue is you might know that, you know, a an overdrive pedal has, a, you know, gain, um, tone, and volume, but you don't know exactly which of the multiple knobs each is. And the same for the ports. You know, maybe there's an input and output port, Sometimes there's an expression pedal port, things like that. So my goal in this is to very meticulously document pedals, um, to talk about whether or not they're accessible, but also for a blind or low vision user to be able to purchase a pedal that we've covered on this podcast, to be able to go to our website, accessibleguitar.net, and to find the pedal and to read about it. And each article will cover information about the pedal itself, all of the knobs, buttons, and switches, um, you know, what the ports are, what the pedal looks like, just any maybe accessibility gotchas that might exist that I found, and sort of any other information that I can find about it. If this is something that you think would help you, I definitely hope to see you here. Um, one of the great resources that I found as well that would also sort of solidify your pedal research is being able to find individual pedals on YouTube. So let's say, for example, you're looking at the Tube Screamer 9, um, also known as the TS9. That is one of the most common pedals on any pedal board, and you can find tons and tons of YouTube videos that talk about that pedal and that show you know how it interacts with other pedals, uh, and way better guitarists than myself that will play, you know, through that pedal so you can hear it at different settings. There there are tons of demo videos. Another resource for me, and in some sense a shameless plug, um, is my sales engineer at Sweetwater. Sweetwater is a company where I've bought probably 99% of um, most things that I should not buy and the gigantic stack of audio gear in my, my house. Um, but one of the reasons I recommend Sweetwater, I have a lot of reasons for recommending Sweetwater, and I, I don't necessarily get anything from this, um, but I, I want to plug my sales engineer because he's such a great guy that's helped me with so many things. 
a lot of times when I call a sales department as a blind person, um, people are not really interested in digging into accessibility. They're not really interested in trying to understand what a blind person's needs are and how to accommodate them. And more importantly, and possibly the most rare, is they're not really interested in thinking about things as a blind person in terms of what might or might not be accessible. So sometimes this is really basic stuff like, you know, maybe a pedal or piece of gear has a button that helps you cycle through presets. Well, if, you know, this button has two buttons and if it will stop if you're going up and it'll stop at the top and if you're going down, it'll stop at the bottom, you can track where you are and you can say maybe the preset that you're looking for is five down in the list. So you can always move up to the top and then move down five. This is something that's really important, and this is something that Ethan has always been willing to do. Uh, and there are so many little things that he's kind of pointed out that I really, truly appreciate. So if you're looking for audio gear, if you're looking to sort of reproduce anything I have set up or you know we'll talk about in this episode, or you just have any projects, I really would recommend, I cannot recommend Ethan enough. Please reach out to him. Uh, find out how he can help you. He's had a lot of experience working with me. Um, my credit card is very upset about this fact. So definitely feel free to reach out to him. Um, he's one of the best people that I've met that will spend the time and do this. And he has a lot of experience and knowledge to, to back it up. His extension at Sweetwater is 3296, and his name is Ethan Cattle. I kind of want to give a little bit more personal information. Uh, I want to keep all of these episodes pretty short, but... I want to give a little bit of personal information about why I'm doing this and why this matters to me so much. In accessibility and just in, in general, there's this concept known as spoon theory. And essentially what it translates to is as you go through your day, you have a certain amount of spoons that you start out with, which are your mental energy, like mental and emotional and physical energy, essentially. And everything that you have to deal with through your day takes a spoon away. As a blind person, you lose a lot more spoons than usual because maybe you're trying to order food, for example, and the website's not accessible. Or you know, maybe you're trying to get medication and you can't get it delivered, and so you have to get an Uber and you know, find the pharmacy counter once you get in the store and get your, your medicine. Or maybe you're trying to do something at work and the application that you're supposed to use is not accessible. There are many, many things that come up through every day that take away more than your average amount of spoons. And by the end of the day, it means that it's really hard It's really hard to spend the time on things that you love doing. And for me, one of the things that I love doing the most is, uh, you know, guitar and audio engineering and music. My goal personally in doing this is to enable blind people to find pedals that they might enjoy playing with and take it out of the box and just like someone might read the little booklet that comes with it, open the blog at accessibleguitar.net and say, hey, someone did this work for me. I know what all of these knobs and buttons are without having to try to identify them. I can plug this in and play like right now. And I, I really cannot wait for the day that this helps somebody and that this makes a difference in somebody's life. For me, music serves a lot of purposes. One of them, 
ultimately is for my mental health. I love playing music. I love, I always have music on in the background. Uh, this is honestly the quietest my house has been in a long time now that I'm recording this podcast. And it's such an integral part of my life. And being able to play music and being able to play guitar is a huge part of that. Being able to, at the end of my day after work or, you know, at the end of any hard day, walk away from everything and play music is is huge for me. It's a, a an escape of, it's a way for me to get away into much healthier, um, it's a much healthier escape for me than, than many of the other ones that I'm so used to taking. And so I want to make people's musical journeys easier, essentially. I want to make it easier for them to do the things that they love with less accessibility barriers. With all of that said, I think that's pretty much the end of everything I wanted to say in this first episode. If you are interested in getting in touch, uh, please feel free to email me at info at accessibleguitar.net. You can find our Patreon, which I would highly appreciate you checking out at the very least. Um, this podcast, apart from you know each episode, is anticipated to take at least two or three hours, if not more, of time just of research and documentation, not to mention the podcast recording. Uh, we have podcast hosting costs, web hosting costs, domain costs, uh, you know, all the things that it takes to run a platform like this. Uh, so, you know, donations are definitely appreciated. Um, you can check us out on Twitter at Access Guitar and visit us on the web at accessibleguitar.net. I'd like to thank you for listening to this first episode, and I really cannot wait to start hearing from people and working on pedals and seeing where this episode will go. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Accessible Guitar. You can follow us on Twitter at Access Guitar, email us at info at accessibleguitar.net, or find us on the web where you'll find all of our podcasts, articles, and other links to keep in touch at accessibleguitar.net. Thank you for listening.